edition of Gamer Dad Chronicles. I know it's been a little while since we've done since I've done another one of these, um, but I finally got a chance to have someone sit down with me that is a gamer dad and that can talk about gaming and being a parent. So with us t- today we have the master collector of all things Nintendo, Rob from Rob and Rob. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Um, just. Moving through life like normal, as a normal adult, and trying to adult as much as possible, or actually as less as possible, but, you know, that's just how it goes with having a kid and everything, so. Oh, I hear you. So, speaking of that, that's kind of what we're here today to talk about, is how gaming, how how you game, get time to game, and be a dad, and all your other normal life things. That's just kind of the theme here with our Gamer Dad Chronicles to talk to other parents that are gamers that have to balance work, life, and gaming. So um, I guess the first thing up is, is just how long have you been a parent? 19 months. Oh gosh, we're still in the month (laughs) counting. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. And your little one now is is mobile, I take it. Oh, she's more than mobile. And she's fearless. She's absolutely fearless. Anytime I turn around, she's climbing on top of things. I remember those days. Those were some of the tough ones and some of the nerve-wracking days, too, especially when they start climbing. I'm trying to cook her breakfast. I turn around. She's standing on top of the kitchen table. Like, how did you even get up there? (laughs) I've had those moments. Yes, very much so. So um, just jumping from that real quick. So tell us a little bit how you take time, because especially having a child, that young for you you've definitely had to make some adjustments and changes in your gaming life how how have how have some of those changes gone for you have they been an easy adjustment have you still been able to keep your gaming as regular as you like or oh no absolutely not no uh i don't i really can't uh game during the week um and it's it's partially because of the child i'm also going to school um taking like three classes a semester so finding time is pretty difficult i still do find time to game but it's usually on the weekends um and i really have to balance that as well so you know really got to balance that because sometimes we'll have people over to play board games and then you know some weekends i'm saying hey i'm gonna play nintendo i was was on a quest i wanted to beat all six Mega Mans in one night and i mean it didn't happen but (laughs) four hours in i was still on the third one i was like okay this this isn't gonna happen tonight but um it's just finding that balance. That's that's what it's really all about. And it, it it's nice to have a spouse that understands your hobbies. Because um, if I'm up until 3, 4 in the morning gaming, she's going to get up with the kid. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I definitely have a spouse that definitely understands my hobbies. But I don't always get that blessing yeah, there. I don't know. I, I hear you. I, <laughs> last night I was playing video games. I think I was up... So I I, I, I I beat Mega Man 6. That was the last one that I needed to beat because I've just been kind of like, whenever mm-hmm. I can find the time, I'll jump in on there. Um, luckily, it's got the password system. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But it was about 1.30. I finished Mega Man 6. And then I got up and I, you know, had to do the dishes and clean the house up a little bit because then fold some laundry because I put that off the game. Uh, so that's better around 2.30. And then I was up with her in the morning. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to lose sleep for your hobbies. Yeah. That's very true. Yes, you do. I, I definitely remember those days, especially with uh, my child. Uh, y- you can pretty much talk to any of my uh, clan mates from back in the day, especially with Destiny. They they definitely knew that certain times I would 
go quiet on my mic, especially around the midnight time for some, whatever reason, my son liked to kind of not really wake up, just rustle enough mm. then. So I definitely get that and understand that because I cannot tell you how many nights I sacrificed so I could game, but it was funny. I just would lay my child right beside me, get him asleep and then start playing. Oh, that's nice. Now, she, if my kid is not in her crib at night, she's not sleeping. Oh, she, she will not sleep yeah. anywhere else. So, I mean, if I'm not playing video games, she's going to be up having me not play mm. video games and <laughs> be running oh, around yeah. trying to go outside the dog door or something. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> I definitely understand that. My child is almost seven and he still uses oh, the dog goodness. door, doggy door on a regular That's basis. What I and look I'm just like, to. Oh yes. Yes, you do. Wait until they get really mobile and really talkative. It's just all over mm. at that point. So, so speaking of the kids and everything. So part of this is being a gamer dad. It's, making your plans for your child. We always make plans for our child, especially in the gaming world. So if you had to pick right now, what would be the first game you feel like you have to introduce your child to, to start gaming? Oh man. Probably Rad Racer. Probably that's Rad. A, that's, that's a good one. That's one of the first games I remember playing was Rad Racer. Uh, really fun, really addicting. Um, I remember RoboCop 2 as well for the Nintendo and uh, <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, I played it right, but, <laughs> but it wasn't good. Um, that's funny that you remember RoboCop 2. I remember <laughs> RoboCop 2, man. Uh, Rad Racer was good and Zelda 2, uh, The Adventures of Link. That, that's a <sighs> game that I remember when I was growing up as a kid. Oh my gosh. All of y'all going back to the... The 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 Zelda too. Oh my gosh, y'all are killing me on that one. <laughs> yeah, probably Rad Racer. It's it's interesting though. Um, we got her like a teether, um, that's shaped mm-hmm. like a regular Nintendo controller. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. And somehow ended up in the bathtub, right? Because like all her toys mm-hmm. end up in the bathtub for bath time. Um, and she's like pushing the buttons on it, like she's actually pushing the buttons on a on a regular oh, Nintendo gosh. controller and holding it like a regular Nintendo controller. So I was like, "Huh." So you know, I brought her in the room one day, and I think what game was there? Punch Out, maybe. And mm-hmm. I mean, she, she was she didn't understand, but she was holding the controller like an actual like actually you're supposed to hold the controller, hitting the buttons and moving yeah. around and everything like that. It was. I was like, "Oh, she's gonna learn how to play these games pretty quick." Oh gosh, you've got a natural born gamer Maybe. on your hands. That's awesome. Maybe she's probably just going to want to play sports or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably your yeah. Luck. yeah. She's just like dive head first in the sports. So, um, just you know, talking about that. So, a lot of times, you know, as parents, we're thinking, okay, when's a good time to really let our kids just get into things like that? Like, at what age do you think, or do you feel like, as a parent, would be a good age to let? your kid or even just anybody else's kid start gaming i think it's whenever they start showing interest in it um i think you should encourage your child's interest so and that's the thing is you you have to regulate it right so video games for me i don't know i don't want to say regulated my parents didn't really regulate my video games i mean they would they would say hey you have a bedtime but that was the difference when i think you and i were growing up is like we played outside a lot but yeah. I, I would spend those weekends, I would spend those days in the in the house doing nothing but playing video games. Um, and my parents never really had a problem with it. I think that as long as she's 
not just dedicating her entire time to that, I think that's okay. She still has to pursue other things, but I think that if she has an interest in it, I think I would encourage that. That's that's pretty that's pretty good thinking. I I mean, I kind of think the same way because we're definitely I'm already in that whole thought pattern of do I get my kid a switch now? You know, mm. is he at that age to do that? You know, because you know, with his birthday coming up in November and then Christmas right behind it. Would you do something like that at this point? I remember we didn't get a video game system. So our first video game system was the NES. Um, We didn't get that until we begged for it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. until we showed the desire to get it, because if I buy her a switch, then she's just going to say, I have a switch now and like maybe not really care about. But if it's something that you really want and you 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 open that up on Christmas, like remember opening the, the Nintendos on Christmas? Like, oh, yeah, man, that meant the world. Yeah. And I'm glad you say that because that, that, that came up in the conversation with me and my wife the other night. It was, you know, the switch isn't a, it's not a, she wasn't like, I'm not against it, but why are we, do, why are we thinking about just getting it for him? Why not wait until he actually asks for it? And so we've decided to wait until he actually asks for something like that. So um, he's shown interest in video games. I've played Mario Kart 8 with him several times on the switch and, um, whatnot, but he's not asked for video games, so um, he he's getting some. Uh, I have to say some bad influences from some of the kids he goes to school with because he's talking all about Minecraft. Oh now. man, he's gonna be a PC ne- gamer, huh? He's never played it, never seen it, has no idea what it's all about, and he is talking about how he wants to be a creeper for Halloween and <laughs> all of this stuff. It's just I'm like, dude, do you even know what? this is about what this game is even all about. You just hear the other kids talking about it. And my kid's in a unique situation at his school because he goes to a Montessori style school where the grades are all blended. So, you know, he's in first grade, but he could be in a class with kids that are well older than him. And that that's where he's getting that influence from. And none of these kids are bad by any means. It's just, you know, more of joking about that because I've never, I don't play Minecraft, and he's been talking about it left and right like crazy. It's just been really odd. I was on a huge Minecraft kick for a long time. I played it on the 360, though, so I never I never played yeah. it on the PC. I've always played it on the 360. Um, I was super into Minecraft for a long time. I dedicated many hours to it. Uh, the interesting contrast, you, you mentioned the PCs, because that's where I just naturally assume most people play Minecraft nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um because my wife is part of the the quote unquote master race, the PC gamers. Uh, oh gosh! And I'm a console gamer, so that's that's going to be an interesting dynamic when she gets older. Like, which path do you you know what I mean? Yeah. Choose between your mother and father. Yeah, that's going to be definitely a yeah. huge dynamic there. I mean, I can't say much because you know I did point and show you you know before we started recording the pc that i've just recently yeah. built and it's definitely a, a gaming pc you know it's got the 3060 ti in it i didn't want to try to hunt one higher than that because they're just stupid on prices for cars oh so. right now it's it's not a good time right now so oh no not at all i just um just for all you listeners out there because this episode will come out before i drop my episode of fireside chat i did just record one starting to talk about my journeys in building a gaming pc and the just ridiculousness of cost of parts yeah. it's just crazy i was actually so. I was in one of my classes and um one of the assignments was you had to build a computer right from the ground mm-hmm. up it was it wasn't an advanced class it was like an intro class it was just one of the ones that i had to knock out um 
and so I was like, well, I already I still have my original build. So when I was over in the desert, I built a PC while I was over there. Um, yeah. And then when I got home, I, I, you know, actually got to construct it. But so I still had all the information from that saved. And I was looking, oh, wow. I remember I had the original prices saved as well. Cause I was like, oh, I'm curious how much it'll come to. So I saved how much I paid for each, you know, part. Mm-hmm. All of them have at least doubled. Oh yeah. And I was just like, man, I'm glad I built it then. <laughs> so what graphics card did you, did you get then? Um, you know Cause... what? Do I have my phone on me? Let me, so this was 2018, 2019, um, that I built it. And I, like I said, man, I just saved it in my phone. I don't know why. I just, I made like a little checklist because every mm-hmm. every two weeks, you know, I would get more stuff for it. So. And if you got a top of the line, you're probably looking at maybe the RTX series because that was about the time the ray tracing cards started to come out. So I got the well. So that was the other thing is I didn't intend it to be um, a gaming PC. You know what I mean? Because I just wanted mm-hmm. to capture. Uh, video games with it i just wanted to hook my capture yeah. card up to it and everything like that and then edit videos for like youtube and everything so i got the geforce gtx 1060 okay so it's still a great card i mean even now it's still a really good and card. i paid 278 dollars for it you could probably sell that card now probably for 500 yeah, that's what i'm saying i was like seeing it on it's amazon crazy. and i was like man okay. that's wild it's insane. Uh, I got lucky and I got this uh, 3060 Ti that I have in here for just a touch over its MSRP. So okay. I did not pay the stupid price. Yeah, I know you can still and, find them. They're hard to find, but you can still find them in the wild. I actually got lucky in a uh, New Egg Shuffle. Oh, okay. And got this one. And this was right before they started to release, you know, because even New Egg is starting to quote unquote hit those scalper prices. Mm-hmm. That's what my buddy and was I got, telling me. I got lucky right there before they really started hitting those crazy prices there. Yeah, because so. he came he came over one night. We were playing video games one night, and he came over and he was like, "I'm done with Newegg. I'm never shopping from him again." <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking <laughs> about?" Like, I you know, because I got some parts from the Newegg when I was buying my PC, and I was like, "They're a good, they're a good website." And very good. He was telling me, "Dude, they're starting to scalp now." So mm-hmm. that's a shame. I got the majority of my parts from 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 Newegg. Um, I did get some of my fans from, uh, eBay just because I was able to get them a little mm-hmm. bit cheaper and I've got my, um, all in one cooler. I got it from, uh, actually, uh, Best Box that had a sell on it. So, um, what definitely case did, look you, into, did you end up going with? I got the, uh, Corsair 4000 X. It's the, um, one that's, uh, it already has one of their, uh, I'm trying to think of it. There are fan RGB controllers in it. But since I had bought the all-in-one Corsair uh, cooler, I didn't need it. But I like the case. It looked good. It's got a glass front to it. It's got a glass side panel. Really nice case. Uh, Really great airflow. I haven't really hit anything over 50C on anything Do you overclock your stuff? Uh, My... Graphics card actually is um it came overclocked. Oh, okay, the, okay. Yeah, it's it's one that's already overclocked. I did not overclock my um processor. I did get a uh AMD Ryzen seven. It's a fifty seven hundred G. It's the actual oh, wow. graphics one. It it's the one that's actually if my graphics card goes out, I still can play games and do everything because it's got the graphics built yeah, into it. I'm using the re- so. I'm using the seven as well from them, but it's the twenty seven hundred. It's a good one. Yeah. That's a great chip. It, it was just like I, I, 
I was a little upset because whenever we got it, um, the 2700 plus or whatever it was, the, the next model up, um, like the next day was only like 20 or 30 more dollars. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't really game on it. So no, yeah, no, you got, got a great thing there. I did, I did splurge though. I, I am running 64 gigs of Ram in mine. Mm. So okay. uh, I'm, I'm running quite a bit of Ram. There's just to keep it from, you know, they, they just keep everything balanced. It's actually been running really well on that too. So, so I, I was going to run, uh, uh, 32 in mine. And, you know, was in the process of getting it. And my wife's like, you only need 16. I was like, no, I want to future proof it. She's like, you only need 16. I was like, but I want to future proof it. Talked me into running 16. And now I'm like, why am I not running 32? And now if I want to go buy it, way more expensive. It is very much more expensive. Yeah, everything, everything's definitely gone up. Because I remember you could use to throw about 100 bucks down and get, you know, 16 gigs of RAM easy. That's about what I did. And. And you can't do that anymore. <laughs> it's not that cheap anymore. You you might can get lucky and find it some uh, here and there. Wow, so. man. Hopefully the prices start going down, but yeah. I don't see that happen anytime soon, unfortunately. No. So that kind of leads me into another question there. Just, you know, talking about gaming, PCs and things like that. Would you end up building your kid a PC for gaming? Oh, absolutely. I know. Absolutely. If, if she wanted that, if that's the route she would want to go, I'd try to talk her out of it. But... <laughs> I don't know. You know, kids are, my parents never played video games. My mom played, she enjoyed some of the games yeah. that we played when we were growing up, but my, my parents never played video games. I don't expect my daughter to do the things that I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Hopefully she does. It'd be a way to bond. Um, but, you know, like my mom enjoys crafting, but I don't, I don't craft things. I, I think it's fun. It's interesting. I'll help her out every once in a while, but it's not a hobby of mine. So, um, I think the new generation of kids and the way that the systems are just shaping up to be right, because when we were growing up, we wanted the new systems. It exactly. was natural. So they're going to want the new systems, but man, new systems now are just PCs. Pretty much. So I think, I think inevitably it's just going to be a PC market. It very well could be. I think Nintendo will be the only one to buck that. Yeah, I do. Uh, buck that trend. Nintendo cause... will always be around, and they're always going to be doing something. I think the the Switch is. Uh, I remember our podcast that one time when we were talking, and I was you asked me if I had any new systems, and I said no, because I didn't even think about the Switch being a new system. It feels so yeah perfect. Like it it's it's retro. It's new. It's it's that great balance of in between. Well, I mean that's that's something Nintendo has been really good about doing, is keeping a good balance between them and their games and not making it too much of a battle of who's the next best console. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like, we got our market. <laughs> we're going to put it out like this. Uh, and if you don't like it, that's fine. Gonna, I mean, we're going to do what we're going to do. Uh, I mean, proof's in the pudding. I mean, their switch has sold what almost twice. Well, not quite twice as many, but it's definitely a bigger seller than the Xbox one. Oh, I could believe it for sure. Oh, by far. It's like, um, I think almost one and a half times better. Wow. Uh, one and a half times more sold. Yeah. Um, I want to say that when the Switch was first released, I want to say its first three months outpaced the Sony PlayStation 4 selling. It, it, it was a pretty hot system. It was hard to get for the first six months. Oh, and, I, I, I remember, uh, man. I remember entering contests to try and get a Switch. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously, I didn't. Well... Yeah, I didn't win any, um, but I ended up 
went in. It was a store over in um, Alabama. I actually did end up winning an NES Mini. So I was like, well, that's oh, pretty nice. cool. You know, can't complain about that. Uh, and that was still when they were impossible to find. So Oh, yeah. Now they're absolutely impossible to find. And the closest thing you can get is going to cost you at least 250 bucks to get one of them now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're hard to oh, get. Oh, I, I NES Minis are so hard really, to get. Really? I haven't even looked at them. Uh, so you can... I hacked mine, you know, so I modded mine. And yeah. I put every video game on it. It's it's a perfect travel It's a perfect travel accessory because I got mm-hmm. a really small case. It fits into a really small case. Packing into any of my luggage. Uh, if you're staying in a hotel, it hookups, you know, any HDMI. Mm-hmm. You can hook it right on up to the TVs that are in the hotels. And you got every single video game for the NES. That's... That that's a wonderful thing to have. Man, I, I but I haven't looked at prices on them in a long time. Yeah, they're real hard to get. Yeah, they're they're average about two hundred. Man, that blows one. me away. What about the Super mm-hmm. Nintendo? Super Nintendo is not as bad. Okay. You can get that. You can get them for between a hundred and two hundred. Okay, but they're still they're still a they're still north of a hundred. Yeah, I'm going to get it less than hundred. I picked a Super Nintendo one up as soon as it came out because I was like, well, I'm not going to make the same mistake with the NES Mini where I just did, I was like, I'll buy one later. Um. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think I think Nintendo did learn uh, learn a little bit of a lesson too, because they did make more uh, SNES SNES minis than they did NES minis. Yeah. Um, the NES they just didn't make much, and that they also weren't thinking that oh, this is going to be you know the hit of the year. It was just insane. Yeah, that's wild, man. That's wild. But yes, if if Emery wanted uh if she wanted a PC, we'd build her a PC. Uh, or you know. Uh, my buddy gives his old PCs to to his kids whenever he builds himself yeah. a new PC, so that's probably the route that we would take. Um, they don't need anything new, you know what I mean? What are they doing on there? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, my my son's fixing to get lucky. He doesn't realize how lucky he is. He's fixing to get a dual monitor set up oh. with uh, with a PC with a it's a it's a Radeon graphics card. It's an older one. Sure, I think I got still it in like good. 2014. But he's got a game that he has to play to help his hearing. Oh, okay. And so um, we've got to set that up in his room. We just have been lazy bums and hadn't done done that yet. And so now that I've got my setup completely redone, it, it's time for him to have his and be able to have his little game. We got him a desk and everything nice. in his room. So he's going to be all, all excited about it and probably going to be a little bit of of the envy of his school when they when he starts telling me, yeah, I've got two monitors and all this Man, stuff. Man, I remember and, the first time I saw two monitors. I was like, that's stupid. We need two monitors for And now I got four. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I, need a, <laughs> I need another one. Yeah. When I was uh, working uh, at UMC in my tech job there, I had the whole four monitor <laughs> set up and felt like I was baking under it all the time because it was just so bright. Now I've got my nice two um, MSI curved monitors. Oh, okay. So that I- are... Uh, that are 165 hertz. I mean, I, uh, yeah, 165 refresh rate, sick. They're just so sick. That's one of the best things because I don't play PC games, right? So I'm not too worried about refresh rates or anything. So, like, I got three non-matching monitors. It drives me crazy sometimes, but I don't really care. Uh, and then I just I hooked it into my TV hanging on the wall as well. Oh, so, nice. You know, I can throw Netflix yeah. on up there and then uh, do whatever I need to do from doing schoolwork or anything like that or ed- editing videos down, you know what I mean? So... I, I'm just way too OCD. I had to have the matching. Oh, I, I, I hear you. The... I hear you. It bothers me sometimes because I got like a square one in the left and then I got two. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like thrift store specials. 
that that's how it was for me when I was at UMC because I just had to find <laughs> monitors that people weren't oh, using. Oh yeah, dude, in the and dumpsters. Take those and and yeah, it's just crazy. Oh yeah, and I had to find the graphics card that would allow me to have yep, four monitors yep. and everything, and we we cobbled it together. It was so it was so much fun. I'm, I miss doing that kind of work. Yeah, well, that was the fun times, man. I because I never partook in them, but I would hear my buddies in school talk about LAN parties and everything like that, and like how fun they were. And I would always be a little jealous, but then like. You know, like the games they were playing, they're playing like StarCraft. And I was like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We actually did LAN parties with uh, uh, with SOCOM and had people come over and we'd have a whole bunch of TVs and everything. And it was on the uh, play, uh, PlayStation 2. Oh, wow. And we'd all play, and we'd really? all play like that. Oh, yeah. So much fun. That's wild. Oh, yeah. So it, it it was, those were fun times back then. Yeah. So. I hope my daughter gets into that stuff, man. I just, I remember, I remember when I was a kid, dude, I, I carried, it was like a 19 or 20 inch TV and like they, they, they wasn't a flat screen. You know what I mean? No, it was the brick. <laughs> Me and my buddy walked that thing like two, three miles over to my other buddy's house because we were, ah. all, we were, we were going to play video games. You know what I mean? We, we were over in his basement and we may or may not have been underage drinking, but you know, um, <laughs> but we were setting up game stations. So like my, yeah. I brought my Nintendo, but he was like, he only had like one or two TVs. So I was like, oh, dude, we're going to have to lug this thing over there. But oh my gosh. I just, you know what I mean? Just memories like that. It, it, but they oh, yeah. revolve around video games. Um, and, yeah. you know, I still talk to those friends to this day. So I hope she has something like that. I hope she, yeah. she makes those memories. Um, I'm sure she will in anything that she does, but. I don't know, man. Those things are just pretty impactful. Even like when my buddy got married, I was like, I'm going to bring my N64. We're going to play Smash Bros. <laughs> so. Oh, dude. I mean, you're giving me goosebumps. I mean, seriously, goosebumps about talking about all the past. Because, I mean, you know, that's what the HK video game experience was founded yeah. on, was all of our experiences growing up. Because with me and Hollywood just being across the street from each other, that was wonderful. But then also, too, it was bad because we never left a house yeah. you know we were always at one of the two houses playing games all the time so that's how it was yeah, I, 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 it, it was great I, I do hope my kid gets to have those type of experiences and i i think he's starting to get to where he's gaining some of those probably not to the level of what we're talking about because it's totally different times mm-hmm. it's crazy so i guess it's going to lead to one of our last questions that i'm going to ask you is how do you feel about kids with technology now because you know us growing up we were like pretty much the low tech you know just finally having home computers come in now it's like you don't walk into a house without a lot of tech how do you feel about that for a kid and how they're growing up nowadays i think it was a natural progression like even when we were kids our grandparents were saying the same thing you know what i mean dude they were cooking on on wood burning ovens when they were when they were kids you know what i mean and that's not like that's not even really mm-hmm. an exaggeration um no not and then when we were growing up you know what i mean we had nintendo and sega genesis and all these other things and remember pdas like oh yes <laughs> dude, yes all sorts of stuff cell phones like we we lived through that generation while the old people were were just like oh my gosh and we're going to be doing the same thing and our kids are going to be doing the same thing i think that it's okay but i think that it's imperative that parents keep up to date on it um there's a lot of not great people in the world that that are that are out there to do horrible things to 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 
unsuspecting people you know what i mean people that might not mm-hmm. know better and obviously we would understand it if we came across it but kids don't have that on their mind you know what i mean they're just like oh i want to play minecraft or i want to do this and they don't they don't see when somebody's being nefarious so i think that it's really important to monitor your children um when they're dealing with technology but you, there's nothing we're going to do to stop the technology from happening. Um, I just hope that they have an appreciation for the past. Um, kind of like I do, like, you know, I remember, man, I remember going out of my way to get, uh, an eight track player. (laughs) Like when I was growing up, I went out of my way to get an eight track player, uh, just because I loved that old technology, like in a, in a, in a beta, like a beta VCR, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I love Betamax. Yeah, Betamax. I, I actually have some Betamax tapes. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, Purple Rain so is awesome. one of them, and it's like oh, even better, yeah, man. That's just, just so dude. Much those better. things are Gosh. bricks, though. I remember, like yeah. they weigh like ten pounds a piece. Yeah, um, they're crazy. But I love that old technology. I hope my daughter has uh, has a similar feel for that. You know, I still have a VCR and I still watch VHS tapes. Uh, and I got a, I got a VCR with an HDMI, you know, input. To nice. Yeah, so yes. Really good. Just because I, I... It's something about it. You know what I mean? I like that retro stuff. But, I mean, I still have the modern technology. You know what I mean? Like, I still run... Because you got to keep up with the times. You know yeah. what I mean? You got to keep up with the times or else you're going to fall behind. And I think that's what our parents did and our grandparents definitely did um just because i i think maybe they thought it was going to be a phase Mm -hmm. but it's it wasn't it was it changed the world yeah it did and something else is going to come along that changes the world but and in in regards to children nothing we can do they're going to be way ahead of us on technology but i think that it's important that we we stay up to date on it the best we can just to help protect them because they they might not see it now but um you know they're gonna look back and be like oh my gosh like why did you let me do this it was so dangerous like like, i couldn't stop you (laughs) i know that's definitely definitely one of those thoughts there too and i'm glad you went that way with it because i mean we're growing when we were growing up technology was coming up mm-hmm. and most of our parents didn't touch computers oh yeah or anything. It, it was crazy and uh, so have you ever seen the movie strange land oh yes love that yeah movie. so you know that was uh what was it twisted sister is it uh d snyder. snyder yes um that was his movie um mm-hmm. he was on to something man like because that stuff yeah. was actually happening you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that stuff was actually happening and nowadays you're like oh dude you're just gonna like find out his ip address you're gonna figure out where he's at mm-hmm. and we're gonna go bust him right but like nobody was tracking that stuff back in the day not at all um and the parents weren't keeping up with technology they thought it was harmless and and mm-hmm. and stuff like that actually happened i think that that to me shows like that's going to continue to ha- those kinds of things are mm-hmm. going to continue to happen that's why we got to stay on top of it yeah i'm glad you think that way because that's definitely a way i think and then to i don't really have an opposing thought for my wife wife on that because she's one of the unique ones that she doesn't have a social media account. Oh, she doesn't okay. have a Facebook. Yep. So she's definitely out of that and she relies on me a lot for that. But 
you know, I kind of like that she has that touch because my son is getting a feel of not being like all on social media because I know so many parents right now. And this is something that I'm kind of against is putting your kid all over social media, all over their, your face and everything before they can actually say, well, yeah, mom, I think that's OK, because even though your parent, you're their parent, they're still their own person. Sure. And I still think they deserve some rights as a person to say, yeah, I want to be on there or no, I don't. Because, I mean, there's some pretty messed up pictures of some friends, kids I know of on Facebook now. I mean, not like a bad one, but like ones that will embarrass the mess out of them. And, you know, this kind of leads me to, I guess, our next and final question, because we're already pushed over the 30 minute mark, is cyberbullying. How do you feel like you were pre- how how prepared do you feel that you are to combat cyberbullying because that's the big thing now i mean it's all over the place it's crazy uh my kid's a huge bully so i, I don't know how to stop her <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think <clears throat> i think i don't have the most pc answer to this um cyberbull- cyberbullying is a thing i totally i totally agree with that um, but I think it's important that my daughter develop thick skin. Um, cause when I was a kid, I got bullied and I got thick skin from it. And then that helped me in, in all aspects of life. So when I'm getting yelled at, I can just take it right. Cause you're going to get yelled at at some point in yeah. your life. And if you don't have that, that thick skin built to understand like, Hey, this doesn't matter then then you're going to take it personally and you're going to let it ruin your day or your week or your year and you're going to get depressed from it and then you know you're going to have those those thoughts maybe of of hurting yourself or hurting others and that's not good and and hopefully yeah. you would be able to talk to someone about that i know that some people don't think they have anyone that they can turn to there's always somebody that you can turn to um and i'm not saying it's their fault at all but I do think that it's super important to develop thick skin and understand that what happens online is not real life. Um, that you can just unplug if you want to. Yeah. That you can just not have a Facebook. I know I have lots of friends that have actually deleted their Facebook because they're like, yeah. I'm not having it. It's it, you know, for whatever reason, um, it wasn't really cyberbullying, but just I'm just gonna delete it. They keep they keep messengers so they can communicate. You know what I mean? But um, just get rid of it. You can. That's always an option. Yeah. Uh, I I understand that cyberbullying is something that we can talk about or should talk about, but I think preparing your kids to not take it to heart is vital to not only combating cyberbullying, but dude, getting them ready for life because life's not fair. Life isn't easy. It's oftentimes not fun, but it is what you make of it. And if you don't, if you don't have that, that attitude to handle when things are rough, then man, you're, you're in for a bad time. Yeah. Well, man, I, I don't think I could have answered that any better than that. I mean, that, dude, I, I come from a background of being 
tremendously bullied yeah. growing up, all the way through high school even. And I, I definitely can tell what you're, what you're saying there with the thick skin because I definitely have been able to take things more than others probably could have. So um, I definitely appreciate your thought on that. That was fantastic. Like I said, I couldn't say it any better, and I think that's probably the way that more parents need to take it just because – we got to prepare him for life. Yeah. And a lot of times my wife says that I'm hard on my son. I'm like, if I'm not, who's going to be? And how is he going to handle it when he gets older? Mm-hmm. And my son's already at the point was like, dad, when I'm being hard on him. I mean, he just literally, he's, he's probably got some of the thickest skin that I've seen for a six year old ever. That's good, man. And That's good. And then they're going to start throwing zingers at you and you're going to be like this little brat. <laughs> like, Oh, he already does. He's got a sassy mouth. Yeah. He's, he, he will straight up look at me and say, but actually, and I'm like, you know what that gets you <laughs> when you say, when you start any conversation with that. And so it's so funny. He's, he's getting to where he's starting to do that. And it, it, that's something that you're going to get to look forward to is when they start having like intelligent lines of thought. Oh yeah. And then you're like, like, Oh my God, crap! where did that come (laughs) from? Um, my kid's very, very lingual. Um, he scores off the charts in all of his, uh, lingual testing that he had to do for all of his, uh, ADHD and all of that testing Mm -hmm. stuff that we had gone through. He says words that I have no idea where he got them from. Like it's crazy. It's just one of those things. And, he uses it in proper context almost 99% of the time. Uh-huh. And it's just, I'm like, dude, as soon as you start touching technology, you're going to be leap years ahead of me. So it scares me. So I kind of, that's, that's where I can't come from on that question about cyber, cyber bullying. Cause it's there, it's prevalent. And I mean, everybody out there listening to this podcast, listen to what Rob just said about that. That is probably one of the best answers I've ever heard from any parent about how to prepare your child for that because he's right life is tough life sometimes sucks but what your parents did to prepare you for it is how you make it through and rob i I gotta say and i guess this is the best way to end it man i think you're gonna be an amazing parent you already sound like you're a great one and got a great uh, path ahead of you and i just want to say thank you for coming on to the Gamer Dad Chronicles sitting down with me and talking about gaming, being a dad, getting time to game, and even a good bit about PCs. That was (laughs) a lot of fun. I really enjoyed all that conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. So anything else you'd like to say for everybody or anything before we go? No. Well, I mean, like we said in the beginning, make time. Make time for yourself. Um, It's important because life's always going to be there. It ain't going anywhere, you know, so sometimes maybe you, you fold your, you fold your clothes later, you do the dishes a little later, but just get it in when you can. Yep. So Rob, once again, thank you so much for taking your precious gaming time out to sit down and talk to me (laughs) and enjoy, enjoy some good conversation. And, uh, guys out there listening, I just want to let y'all know, go check us out, Facebook, everything, all of those. We've got our website, H and K exp.com go check us out go listen to us and once again everybody thank you for listening thank you rob for being on here thank you for being a regular guest and everybody just make time for yourself have some fun and remember just enjoy life so from all of us here at hnk y'all all have a good night